Coming up, lawmakers say they are closer to reaching a deal to prevent a default on the nation's debt. President Biden rearranging his itinerary to focus on the negotiations. And Taco Bell wants to freely use the phrase Taco Tuesday, but it's trademarked. What company currently owns rights to the popular phrase? The rundown starts now. This is Straight Arrow News bringing you unbiased, straight facts. Thanks for joining us. I'm Kara Rucker. Top congressional leaders met with President Biden again on Tuesday to discuss options before the nation defaults on its debt, potentially in just 15 days. And while no official deal was reached, we're told there was finally progress in negotiations. According to House Speaker Kevin McCarthy, now there are two people from the Biden administration assigned to directly negotiate with lawmakers. Republicans are still standing firm on government spending cuts, but other points of compromise could be taking back unspent COVID relief funds or allowing more domestic energy projects. Both sides are more hopeful of a deal, with McCarthy wanting a final deal struck by the end of the week and President Biden cutting short his upcoming trip overseas to make sure the nation prevents a default with time to spare. President Biden is going to Japan today for a three-day meeting with the G7 alliance. While there, leaders are expected to discuss the war in Ukraine and China. The president was supposed to then head from there to Asia for a planned summit, including leaders from India, Australia and Japan. But the president is canceling his visit so he can come back to the U.S. and continue work on the debt ceiling. Because that has to be solved uh, prior to the 1st of June, otherwise there are quite drastic consequences for the U.S. economy, which will flow on to the global economy. Uh, he understandably uh, has had to make that decision. Primary elections were held in several states on Tuesday. Results are in in several races that are setting the groundwork for an interesting election night in November. In Kentucky, Daniel Cameron has won the Republican primary for Kentucky governor, becoming the first major party black nominee for governor in the state's history. He will face Democratic incumbent Andy Bashir in November in what will be one of the most closely watched contests. So to anyone who looks like me, know that you can achieve anything. Know that in this country and in Kentucky, all that matters are your values. And together, we can make sure that Andy Bashir is a one-term governor. Let's go win this thing! In Philadelphia, Sherelle Parker won the mayoral primary for Democrats, setting her up to become the first woman to serve in the role and the city's 100th mayor. Parker pledged a reform on city crime following a pandemic-era spike in lawlessness, saying she will put hundreds more officers on the streets and allow them to use every legal tool to lower crime. The current mayor, Democrat Jim Kinney, has been term-limited. Another major decision from Pennsylvania voters, Democrats have maintained their narrow House majority by winning a special election. Heather Boyd won her seat in the House chamber after a fellow Democrat vacated the position in March. The results will allow the party to keep making decisions on topics such as abortion, gun rights, and election law legislation. A story we've been following from the beginning, state lawmakers in North Carolina have now voted to override their Democratic governor's veto on an abortion bill that bans the procedure at 12 weeks of pregnancy. 
The state House and Senate needed a three-fifths majority vote in both chambers in order to override Governor Roy Cooper's veto. Republicans hold supermajorities in both chambers and were able to push the bill through with a 72 to 48 vote in the House and a 30 to 20 vote in the Senate, strictly along party lines. It balances protecting the life of the unborn child. It balances that with a woman's need for life-saving care. Women did not ask for your oversight. We didn't ask for your approval. We didn't ask for your supervision. It's our fundamental right to make decisions about our own bodies and our own health care. And this bill is a violation of those rights. Before yesterday's vote, abortions were allowed up to 20 weeks of pregnancy, the new bill shortening that time frame to 12 weeks. The bill also includes hundreds of millions of dollars toward programs that support mothers. The new bill will take effect on July 1st. The legal battle over the abortion pill Mifepristone continues today. A federal appeals court in Louisiana will hear arguments on whether the drug was properly approved by the FDA more than 20 years ago. Also being reviewed by the court is whether subsequent decisions by the FDA to expand access to the abortion pill were done so properly. A group of doctors who oppose abortion challenged the FDA's approval of Mifepristone. A Texas judge sided with the group suspending the drug's legality on the market. The Justice Department then filed an appeal, and last month a three-judge panel allowed Mifepristone to continue being sold. No matter how the Louisiana Appeals Court rules, it's a case likely bound for the Supreme Court. Disgraced Theranos CEO Elizabeth Holmes has lost her bid to avoid prison while she tries to overturn her conviction in a blood-testing hoax that once gave her fortune and fame. On the same day, Holmes is ordered by an appeals court that prison is in her foreseeable future. In another ruling, a judge ordered Holmes to pay $452 million in restitution to the victims of her crimes. Holmes is being held jointly liable for that amount with her former partner, who has also been convicted for crimes linked back to the company. Back in November, Holmes was found guilty of duping Theranos investors and sentenced to 11 years in prison. Taco Tuesday is getting spicy. Taco Bell has filed a petition with the U.S. Patent and Trademark Office asking it to cancel the trademark that gives Wyoming-based Taco John's exclusive rights to use the phrase Taco Tuesday. Taco Bell is arguing the phrase should be available for all to use freely. In 2019, the U.S. Patent Office denied an attempt by NBA star LeBron James to trademark the phrase, arguing it was too commonly used in everyday speech. Taco John's coined the phrase in the early 1980s, even though it's gained popularity in recent years. In response to the petition, Taco John's thanked Taco Bell for reminding people Taco Tuesday is best celebrated with their chain. The Taco Tuesday petition was filed on Taco Tuesday. These are your top stories. Thanks for watching The Rundown. We're on a mission to bring back trustworthy journalism by serving only you, not an agenda. Be sure to check out more of our work at straightarrownews.com. We'll see you back here tomorrow. Until then, I'm Kara Rucker. Have a great day.